you know, believe it or not, people are willing to work for a lower salary as long as uh, you treat them with respect and you recognize the contributions they have in building your business. That's actually the first priority. Three, two, one, zero, ignition, liftoff. Ending small business failure. Welcome to the Small Biz Chat Podcast with the number one small business expert, Melinda Emerson. Melinda's goal is to end small business failure, and she'll give you the information you need to succeed and live the life you dream of. Now, here's the small biz lady herself, Melinda Emerson. Hi, everybody. I'm Melinda Emerson, the small biz lady, America's number one small business expert. And I would like to welcome you to tonight's episode of the Small Biz Chat podcast. Today's show has something for any curious business owner. My guests tonight have some amazing insight to share. The Small Biz Chat podcast is a peer-to-peer interview show that gives small business owners a way to get invaluable business advice from top experts in the country. The mission of Small Biz Chat is to end small business failure. The goal of the Small Biz Chat podcast is to give our small business audience the opportunity to hear sage advice to take their business to the next level. So now it's time for me to introduce my guest. And I am so excited. We are now talking about marketing. You guys know marketing is one of my favorite topics. My next guest is Rick Colvitalu, and he's a serial tech entrepreneur and the founder of 150 Birds, a platform that provides marketing teams and small businesses information they need. Previously, he founded Creators Den, a marketplace for influencer marketing for brands, including Netflix, Wella, Pantene, Dell, and Procter & Gamble. And for more information, you can go to 150birds.com. Rick, how you doing? Doing well, doing well. Thanks so much for having me, Melinda. I'm excited to have you here. So tell me, how did you get into the marketing business? Like, you know, were you just one of these little kids that just, I always wanted to be a marketer. Like, how how did it happen? I started my first startup while still in college uh, in the business model was a uh, interactive marketing and advertising uh, business model. So once that didn't take off. I just found myself in that space, uh, worked in a marketing role for three venture-backed startups, and then later did a fellowship with the founder of Mitel. And right after that, I founded Creator Den, where I worked in um, uh, primarily in the marketing and sales capacity, as well as the management of the company. And then after selling out of that, I, I moved to the uh, Silicon Valley, the San Francisco Bay Area, where I uh, became a freelance marketing consultant, working with early stage startups. And, and that's when I started noticing the inefficiencies in the industry, which led me on the path to founding 150 Birds about a year and a half ago. Got it. Got it. All right. So you say that marketing is broken today. Yeah. yeah okay. That's a big statement. Rick, tell me about how you get there. I mean, I agree with you, but I think I agree with you for different reasons, but you tell me your reason. For sure. So I think we have to start off with um, how we got here today, right? So first there was in-house hiring, uh, bringing on board uh, someone who, who knew marketing to work for your company and and take on that function. And then came the digital marketing agency model. 
Uh, there's about 120,000 of these uh, uh, nationwide. A little over a hundred billion spent on uh, online marketing services annually, and then came the freelancer. And it wasn't until the 2010s that the gig economy really started to take off through platforms like Uber and Fiverr and Upwork. And and what uh, what we believe is that this next decade is all about the knowledge economy coming online. Uh, and and what we see is the subscription model, the the subscription as a service model, uh, which puts the customer at the center of the experience and provides a lot of value upfront, is going to be the prevailing model for a more cost efficient and effective marketing approach. So. I know that, and I actually agree with you, you believe that marketing has gotten just way too data-driven. Does that mean you're like anti-technology in the marketing? Like where, where do, how do we kind of ride the middle of that? Yeah, that's a great question. And uh, not at all. I, I think what's happened is over the last decade, especially what we've seen is this proliferation in the number of, of channels that businesses use now to reach consumers. And that has been widely driven because of the tech boom, right? Now everyone's walking around with a supercomputer in their pocket, unlimited internet connectivity. And what this has, has given rise to is, is this omni-channel multiple, whether you're on a social media or you're on a, a website, brands are looking to uh, bombard you with, with ads. Now, the way that they can segment their audiences is through that data. So if anything, what it's allowing, what it's allowing businesses and brands to do is it's providing now a more effective communication channel. Now, to understand what I mean by this, we'd have to go back to, to the 50s, really, uh, when there were just three television channels that uh, controlled the majority of the content people consume. And then there are radio and newspapers as well. These are all one-way communication channels. And then it wasn't until uh, the rise of, of, of digital and, and, and later with social that this started changing and it started becoming more of an interactive conversation between the brand and uh, the end user. So what digital and data is providing is really a granularity and approach to uh, creating marketing strategies. But let's talk about how it really relates to real small businesses. So what do you think are the top reasons why marketing efforts fail for a small business? Small businesses off the bat are handicapped uh, because they're com competing against competitors who have economies of scale, meaning that they are generally uh, that they, the, their competitors can provide products or services at a more affordable price point to their audiences. So this poses a major challenge for small businesses where they have to now differentiate factors like quality and the trust they build with their customers, uh, which means the feeling of community becomes crucially. Uh, Mission-driven marketing is important to cultivating this feel around their brand and because small businesses don't have a comparable adver advertising budget to larger brands, they have much less reach, meaning they have to make every interaction count. 
every interaction along the customer journey, whether it's someone walking into their store, uh, greeting them with a, a smile on their face, or, or at the point where they inter the customer interacts with the, the cashier, providing a pleasant interaction uh, through their employees becomes very important to, to create that loop so that, okay, now they can come into the store, they make a purchase, and, and then they can continue that relationship afterward to get them to come back. Just to give you context, Melinda, uh, what we've seen from 2000 to 2020 is uh, the mar marketing technologies landscape has, has gone from 100 tools to more than 10,000 today. Mm. So these tools help automate a lot of processes and tasks so that small businesses can digitally interact with customers before and after they make a purchase. So I believe that it's time to go digital and leverage these tools for small businesses to, to really compete and level the playing field with larger businesses. How do you think the rise of the gig entrepreneur has changed sort of like small business marketing? It's giving opportunity for businesses to have on-demand access to talent, which is great, right? Because now you have uh, accessibility to any kind of specialization that you need. And then if you take into account what's happened with marketing, there's a growth in the number of channels businesses have to create content for, repurpose, reformat their content across. So one portion of the, the scenario here is you have to create the content. And then the, the second portion is now you have to distribute it and re reformat it and distribute it across all of these channels. Uh, now the gig economy is great in the sense that it provides uh, the infrastructure for you to have access to these specialists who can help you do that. But the real problem here is the gig economy is short term and highly transactional work. So this ends up not really being an extension of your company because these uh, freelancers are, are constantly looking out to find uh, new work. Now, um, in the 2020s, what we're seeing is in this next decade ahead is a new type of workforce, which we call the knowledge economy or the subscription workforce, uh, where freelancers plug into highly verticalized platforms like ours to find more long-term and consistent work, which position them to have a more symbiotic relationship with the business. Well, how has the customer journey map changed over the years? Now, there are more channels than ever before to reach customers. The key here is to experiment with as many as possible while in the process of identifying what works best for your business. Once you finally identified the most effective channel, double down. Now, the customer journey has has, has primarily gone online. This Through pandemic, we've seen uh, about a 40% rise in e-commerce sales. What, what is projected to, for us, what we, should, what we would have seen in 10 years has happened in the last year alone. And this isn't going away. So the future of small business and retail is, is omni-channel marketing and advertising. So being able to uh, reach your customers across uh, 
several channels. Now, most people uh, who sell consumer products, what this uh, could translate to, uh, or the primary channels that you, you'd like to look at is going to be social media, as well as influencer marketing for, for many consumer brands to reach and interact with those audiences. So don't you think though, that if you start with your buyer persona and really get clear about your target customer, it'd be much easier to figure out what social media platforms are even worth targeting. I don't know that I agree with you saying, try a bunch of stuff and then figure out where your best money is spent and then double down. I feel like you've got to go to that customer persona first and figure out who that customer is, where that customer spends time online and then double down, you know, like test it, but then double down there because you start with the customer. You got to meet the customer where they are online, right? Absolutely. Great point. The truth is it's very difficult for a business, small business to create enough content to content and have the infrastructure to segment and architect a module that shows personalized content at scale. Now, for a customer to have a real interaction, I think uh, customer support becomes another channel that can be leveraged for small businesses uh, until the technology catches up. But now with that said, buyer personas are definitely the starting point for any business to have a better understanding of their buyers so that through that knowledge, you can strategically create a plan that is more geared uh, for those specific buyers. Now, with that said, they are hypotheses to, to begin with based on historical data. And, and when I say, you know, experiment with multiple channels, sure, I think it's, it's great to do so within the realm of what works for that buyer persona. Okay. Okay. All right. So tell me about your firm, 150 Birds. You know, first of all, why did you name it that? And then tell me, what does your company do? Yeah, sure. So 150 Birds was founded in uh, San Francisco in March of 2020, uh, about a year and a half ago. 150 Birds is a marketing platform, not an agency, that delivers a holistic marketing plan, uh, service-specific expertise, daily project ma- and daily project management. We've developed a network of vetted experts who execute one service uh, specialty for our clients, and we provide uh, the project managed component. We work with uh, small businesses to develop the right strategy and curate the custom custom flock of freelancers for that specific business. And the name comes from, 150 comes from Dunbar's Law, the biologist. She figured out that 150 was the optimal number of people one can maintain stable relationships with while having uh, an understanding of that tribe and how each one of those people relate to one another. And birds, uh, that represents the freelancers that we work with because they are free to work with whoever they want, wherever they want, as free as a bird, (laughs) like the metaphor. Got it. That's cute. I like it. Now that you explained it to me, I get it. (laughs) All right. We've got to wrap up now. What is the best business advice anyone's ever given you? The best business advice I've gotten was uh, from one of my mentors. He taught me how to found a company, the foundational bricks of uh, recruiting people. He told me that, you know, believe it or not, 
people are willing to work for a lower salary as long as uh, you treat them with respect and you recognize the contributions they have in building your business. That's actually the first priority. The second thing that people look for is ownership, is actually having an equity stake in the company. So as long as you're willing to give them uh, recognition and, and treat your employees with respect and give them ownership in the company, they're willing to work for uh, a lower salary than they might get somewhere else. Good stuff. All right. Thank you so much, Rick. Hey, Rick, what's your favorite podcast? That's hard to that's hard to say. It'd have to be the 150 Birds podcast. <laughs> Shameless plug. I'm not mad at you, Rick, for that. All right. Next question. Rick, what is your favorite business app? I'd I'd have to say Upstream. Upstream is uh, an app I use to uh, meet other business professionals. They have office hours, and uh, it's been great. Just oh, interesting. Our- I've never heard of that one. So that's a good one. What is your favorite old school marketing tip? (laughs) Uh, Where to begin? I guess um, just be yourself. You should be one. uh, You should be whole and you should just do what your brand says it's going to do. And that builds trust. All right. I'll take that. Be yourself. All right, Rick. What is your favorite business book? I'm going to have to go with uh, What You Do Is Who You Are by uh, Ben Horowitz, the the venture capitalist. And it's all about uh, creating company culture. I actually like that book, too. That's a very good book. My favorite business book, I read this book last year and I've become an addict. I'm addicted to this book. It's called Disrupt You by Jay Samet. And it's one of my very, very favorite books. And Jay has become a good friend of mine. But what I love about this book, he says, if you want to disrupt the world, start by disrupting yourself first. And I'm like, amen to that. All right. Well, with that, guys, that is it. Thank you so much. Thank you all for joining me for this episode of the Small Biz Chat Podcast. If you're still working on your digital pivot, be sure to grab my brand new book, Become Your Own Boss in 12 Months, Revise and Expand It. It was released just this week, and I've got great stuff in there for selling online, how to become a social media ninja 2.0 and develop a sales process head over to becomeyourownbossbook.com and grab your copy. I've got some great bonuses over there. And thank you so much for joining me. The mission of Small Biz Chat is to end small business failure. I'm Melinda Emerson, the Small Biz Lady, and I will leave you with this. You never lose in business. Either you win or you learn. God bless everybody. Good night. Thank you for listening to the Small Biz Chat Podcast with Melinda Emerson. For more resources and small business success strategies, visit succeedasyourownboss.com. Subscribe to this podcast wherever you listen to podcasts and join us next Wednesday.